Now, the question I get all the time, every single day from federal employees, is how do I maximize Social Security? How do I get that as big as possible for my situation? Now, we're going to talk about how to literally max out the system to as high of a payment as you could ever, as anyone can go, right? We'll talk about how to do that to give you some ideas on your personal situation, what makes sense for you. Now, if you are new here, welcome. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner for you, federal employees. And that's what I do all day long. When I'm not making these videos, I'm actually helping individual federal employees, helping to make sure they can retire the way they want to get the most out of everything, their benefits, their taxes, their TSP, the whole shebang. So welcome to the channel. It is great to have you. So let's dive right in. So for 2023, okay, I've got the brand new number for 2023. The highest benefit that some people are receiving is $4,555 a month from Social Security. Right? So if you're receiving $4,555, you are at the very max right? that Social Security is paying. So congratulations, you made it. You arrived, right? So today, again, I'm going to talk about the three ways to get there, right? Because there's only three ways to do it. To get to that point, you have to meet all of these criteria, and then it'll help for you, whether you're working or not, or taking Social Security or not, the things that the levers you can pull to make sure that you are getting the most for you. Now, spoiler alert, not everyone is going to be able to get the, the, the max, right? And not everyone's going to want to get the max. We'll talk about the pros and cons coming right up. So let's jump in. So the, one of the most important pieces for you to get the most Social Security that you possibly can, it comes down to how Social Security is calculated. And one of the biggest elements is how many years of work you have. Now, as a federal employee, you know that for your FERS pension, it only the only thing that counts towards that is credible FERS time, right? But for Social Security, the years that count towards Social Security are any years you're paying into the Social Security system. So even if you worked in high school and you paid into the Social Security system, boom, those years count, right? Those years count. Now, you have to make a certain amount of time or a certain amount of money, a minimal amount every year to make it count. But long story short, if you're working any reasonable amount each year, you're going to qualify that time for Social Security purposes. But long story short, this is how it works. I'm going to summarize it. They, I could talk about this for two hours long, but I'm not, okay? I'm going to summarize it. They look at the 35 years, your highest 35 years of earnings for Social Security. Highest 35 years, Okay. So what that means is if you have 40 years of service, or not years of service, but years of work, right? 40 years of work. Let's say you started working at 20, you're retiring at 60, right? That's 40 years. So they're going to chop off the last five, or not the last five, but the lowest earning five. And what they're going to do is certainly 40 years ago, what you earn is going to be less than it is now. So they're going to inflate the 40 years ago numbers to make it, okay, in today's dollars, what is that? They're going to inflate that, so it's all going to you know, even out, right? But long story short, after they inflate, they're going to cut off the five years that are the lowest because you got 40 years. You only need 35. They're going to cut off the lowest ones, and they're going to use the highest 35 years that you worked for Social Security. And they're going to use that number to calculate your benefits, okay? So the higher your average earnings during your 35 highest years, the higher your benefit. That's how it works. That's how it works. Now, some people ask, okay, what if I only have 30 years? How does that work? Well, good question. So they still use 35. So what do they do for the five years you don't have of work? Well, they put zeros in there, right? So your average salary or your average income that you had for Social Security purposes is going to go down because you have five years of zeros, 
zeros. So if you want to try to maximize your social security as much as possible, yeah, you want to get 35 years that are high income. Now, I know that's a long time, and it's not something you could just do, do overnight, and I get that. Now, I'm not saying if you, only, if you only have 34 years or 33 years, it's the end of the world, because it's not. Normally, a couple of years of zeros, it's not a huge, huge deal. Now, if you only have 20 years of work, now that's going to make a big difference, right? That's going to make a big difference. But just a couple generally doesn't make a huge difference, just, just to be frank. Now, you can certainly look at what the numbers for your situation, but generally that's the case, okay? But th- that's one big lever you have is how many years of work do you have in the Social Security system, okay? 35 being the amount of years they look at. That's number one. Next, Earning as much as you can during those years. So many of you know, if you are a relatively high earner, every year there's what they call the Social Security max, right? Basically, once you earn over a certain amount of money, Social Security stops taxing your income, right? That you stop having to pay Social Security on that income. And for 2023, that amount is about $160,000. So for the first $160,000 you make, you're paying Social Security taxes, right? Now, once you go over that, Let's say you make 170. Well, the last hundred or the last 10 grand, you're not going to be paying Social Security taxes, which is nice. Which is nice, right? And but long story short, if someone makes up to the max every year, and it does go up every year with inflation, right? Understandably, if someone makes up to the max every single year, then they are in the running to have the maximum Social Security benefit ever, right? That 4,555, right? or whatever that number is going to be in 10 years when you actually retire, right? Basically, earning up to that cap is helping you max out your Social Security, to max out the system, to get as much out as possible, okay? Now, some people say, okay, look, I just don't earn that much. Is that really going to affect me super, super negatively? And the answer is, well, probably not, actually, because the way Social Security is set up is to actually favor, to favor lower earners. So long story short, Someone making, let's say half, let's say someone's making $80,000 a year compared to someone making the max for Social Security, $160,000. Is a person earning $160,000 going to have twice the Social Security that someone making eighty dollars No, they won't. They won't. It's going to be way less than double. It's going to be way less than double. So um, long story short, it, it doesn't work that way. It's the lower earners are favored every single time, every single time. So maybe the person making 80 grand will have, let's say, 70% or 80% of the benefit that the someone that made 160 plus had, right? That's just how the system works, is it favors the lower earners, right? That, that's, the, that's the goal of Social Security, okay? But long story, if you want to max the system out, you got to be on the higher end. But again, there's marginal return, right? There's marginal return on the, the higher end of the of the the scene, right? So hopefully that makes sense so far. Now, last piece, the last piece is age, is age, is when you turn social security on. That is one of the big pieces that you have that you can control. It's one of the levers you have to determine what your benefit is going to be. But like I said at the beginning of the video, there's pros and cons, right? And not everyone, actually most people are not going to want to max out the system, get the most social security um, the biggest payment every month that they possibly can because that would mean having to delay Social Security till 70 because as I'm sure many of you know, you can choose to take Social Security between 62 and 70 in most cases, okay, during that time. And the, the earlier you take it, the smaller your monthly benefit will be, but you get it for more time, 
right? If you delay till 70, you don't get benefits from 62 to 70, but the benefit is much, much higher at 70, right? So if the goal is to get that, that monthly benefit as high as you possibly can, you're going to want to wait till 70. But again, there's pros and cons on when you should start. I'm not saying you should wait till 70, right? And I actually have other videos on the, the thoughts on some of the biggest reasons to take, take it at 62, some of the biggest reasons to take it later. So check those out if you want more details on that specific topic. But Today, again, what I want to focus on is how to get the max Social Security payment. And that's kind of how the system works. So hopefully that gives you some back, kind of some back-end information on how the system works, having the 35 years, right, if, if possible. That makes a difference. And then earning up to Social Security cap makes a difference, right? And then, of course, when you take it, those are the big levers to try to get the maximum Social Security payment that anyone can receive, right? Those are the levers you have to pull. So I hope that's helpful. If you have any follow-up questions, there's actually a link below to submit questions that we cover. We cover questions every week that we get from you guys. Um, every single week, we we have an episode just covering questions because we know there's so many questions on all the topics that affect you as federal employees, and I definitely want to take care of you guys. Um, You guys are awesome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for investing in yourself. I'll see you guys next time.